0: good morning afternoon or evening this is the dead people podcast conspiracy corner episode number four i believe it's quite cool so today is another kind of uh chilled out midweek episode for you a little mini episode we're going to talk about kurt cobain again um we did an episode on kurt cobain i can't remember what number he was episode number five that's the one do you like my sexy morning voice is it is it nice it's not is it i'm sorry <laughs> oh, it's early still but uh i've had my cup of coffee i'm good to go let's just relax and let's find out the conspiracies behind the death of Kirk cobain was it suicide or was it murder So, how does this work? I will react to a conspiracy theory that I've read on the internet or in a book, and I'll react to it. I'll read it out live, (laughs) well, it's recorded, and then give it a rating of believability out of 10. So, we're hoping these are 10 out of 10. But you know, the ones that are stupid are also quite interesting. So, we're going to give everyone a chance. So uh, here we are. Here is the murder or suicide of Kurt Cobain. So there's only one conspiracy theory in this episode, really. So it's just one big conspiracy theory. And then I'll rate it at the end. Instead of loads of little ones. So there's a book called Love and Death, The Murder of Kurt Cobain, which was published by Simon & Schuster. And it's a collaborative investigative journalism book. Um... And it basically purports to show the lead singer of Nirvana, Kurt Cobain, who was believed to have committed suicide, was in fact murdered. Possibly at the behest of his wife, Courtney Love. Now, it's a follow-up to the author's 1998 bestseller on the same subject who killed Kurt Cobain. Good, he doesn't give up, does he? (laughs) Now, the book is based on 30 hours of audio-taped conversations exclusively obtained by the authors, between Courtney Love's private investigator Tom Grant and her and Cobain's entertainment attorney, Rosemary Carroll, who both dispute the official finding of suicide and believe Cobain was in fact murdered. Rosemary Carroll says on the tapes that since uh, um, she believes the suicide note was forged or traced, and authors also interviewed Cobain's grandfather, who believes Kurt was the victim of foul play. And Courtney's father, who also believes she was—he was murdered in murdered. Sorry, this grammar is terrible. Actually, it's not the grammar. I can't read. It's really early. So, (laughs) in the book, a prominent forensic prominent forensic pathologist examines the known autopsy evidence and claims that the official suicide scenario was, in quotes, impossible. She claims. That there is compelling and authoritative evidence that Cobain was murdered. There's an article countering this from The Independent. And this is an interview with Nirvana's former manager, uh, Mark Beaumont. He claims, um, well he says this, Claims that uh, Kurt Cobain was murdered are ridiculous. He killed himself. He claims that Kurt Cobain was in a really bad way. He had interventions he kind of went glassy-eyed, he felt like he was being ganged up on, he did feel really attacked and trapped. Here's a quote from the manager, he says, I spoke to him on the phone when I got home and talked to him one last time. I couldn't shake him out of being depressed, I couldn't cheer him up or get him to feel that there was hope. I was hoping that if the drugs got out of his system then he could think more clearly and that would be a good time to have a better conversation with him. Of course, I never was able to have such conversations. And then finally, another article I found says in 2014, headlines incorrectly declared that Seattle police were reopening the case of the death of Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain. Cobain was found dead at his home on April 8th, 1994, three days after he expired in what is ruled as suicide. Workman Gary Smith spotted the corpse in the greenhouse on Cobain's property for a window as he was installing security lighting. Four rolls of film, which police had taken at the time of Cobain's death, had been left undeveloped and had sat in evidence. With the 20th anniversary of the case approaching, police decided to st- develop the film. Seattle detective Mike Z- blah, 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 clarified the current status of the case to beat the press. To the press, it's a suicide. This is a closed case. <laughs> Okay, so ratings, I think that the conspiracy as a whole is interesting, it's dramatic but you know, there's not much proof. I mean, on one hand, there's a lot of audio recordings from a woman who was highly drugged up at the time (laughs) and obviously Kurt and Courtney were not mentally healthy at all. So you can definitely misread any signs that they are, you know, you can misread anything when you're high on drugs, mentally unstable, you know, you can take anything from the recordings if they're under the influence. So not as plausible. I also think that the fact that the policeman, the police have said, yeah, it's suicide. It seems obvious that it's suicide. I'm gonna believe the police. So this whole conspiracy theory of Kirk Bain being murdered, I'm gonna give it like a like a four out of ten. It's interesting but it's not plausible. And if you don't like my rating, then well, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything about it. So you know, we're we're good. We're still friends. It's okay. Um it's interesting, but yeah, I don't think it's... No, no, it's all a bit mad. Anyway, that was the Conspiracy Corner. It's a little one, it's a short one. Uh, just a little one to get you through the week. No, I'm I'm saying that like my podcast gets you through the week. It doesn't. But uh, I hope you enjoy it. And I want to do more with this Conspiracy Corner. And I will, once I figure out what it is but it's just a little mini episode to get you going, to get you excited. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, yeah. (laughs) Stay safe, don't die, and I'll see you very soon.